Again, good morning. Welcome. Um, as Aaron said, I'm the, the missions leader, and we've had a very busy summer uh, and year that so far uh, with Chester, here at Chester Christian and the, and the missions uh, team. Um, we, throughout the, the year, every month we support um, 21 missionaries throughout the United States and the world. Uh, we have six missionaries that we support that have come directly from Chester Christian that we've sent to different parts of the world also, uh, from Haiti to Texas uh, to Kentucky, uh, so different, uh, and locally uh, in Virginia. So uh, we, we have six that are out there. Um, we support uh, missionaries in five different continents and 11 different countries. Uh, there have been three trips that we've sent out this summer. We sent uh, one to Tennessee to Riverwood, uh, one to Haiti, and then a trip that uh, Aaron and I made to England. Uh, these three teams have helped fulfill Acts 1-8 here at Chester Christian Church. That scripture says, But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you, and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and all Judea and Samaria and the ends of the earth. So while these teams were traveling to share the good news message, there were also others busy here in Chester sharing the message through book reading at Hyde Park. And uh, the Par 3 Motel Ministry is just a couple of examples. Uh, we talked about them at our leaders meeting this last Tuesday. Uh, there's about eight or ten different ministries that we are involved in locally. And, and that is our Jerusalem. It is the Chester area is our Jerusalem. And then Virginia would be, um, would be our Judea. So um, we've been very busy as a church and as a missions team. Um, now, to start it off, we're going we're gonna to have the Haiti team come up, and that would be part of our, our rest of the world um, efforts that we, we put forth. So um, I believe um, the Haiti group, I'm not sure who all is coming up for the service. So. There's going to be some picture scrolling of some of the things that we did while we were in Haiti. Um, one thing that I'm going to talk about is our opportunities that we had to meet with the ladies while we were there. Uh, we had um, four opportunities to meet with the ladies in the Redeeming Gifts Ministry, which is the brothel ministry. Um, the ladies came to the mission four times. Uh, two times we helped um, make beads, and they make the beads um, to make jewelry, and with the jewelry, they earn money so that they can leave the brothel, start a business, and support their family. We went to the brothel on one day, and then on the last day that they came to the mission, we spent time talking about their worth in Christ. We shared that God created his most precious gift on the sixth day. After creating the earth, everything within, and man, he determined the world could not live without them. So he created woman. Haven't you heard you should save the, last, the best for last? We talked about their value and told them they are more precious than diamonds and gave them a frame to decorate with jewels. In the frame was the verse from Proverbs 31.10, You are far more precious than jewels. And this definition of precious, of great value, too important to be wasted or treated carelessly. Our hope is that every time they look at this frame, they will remember that they are a woman of worth. 
We also got to met with, meet with the women's ministry leaders at the Mission Church. The women came thinking we were going to pray with them, which we did. However, after offering encouraging words, we washed their feet. If you have never been a part of a foot washing, it is very powerful. It is so much easier to have to wash someone's feet than to actually wash, than to have your feet washed. Then we talked with them one-on-one and asked for a specific prayer request. Each request was written down and prayed for. The ladies were given wooden hand crosses to take with them. We told the ladies that we would take these requests back with us and pray for them and also asked our women's ministry to pray for them. This was a very special time and a privilege to be able to encourage them and to spend this time with them. They're going to make me stand up. I, I loved being in Haiti because everybody was my height, so I was on eye level. It was wonderful. Um, I'm going to talk to you a little about the Grand Moon. The Grand Moon is the senior adults that um, are residents there. It's much like our assisted living facilities. They have 28 residents um, right now, and they have people that stay with them around the clock to take care of their needs. They are, when you walk down to their facility, it reminds you of the Cracker Barrel. There's nothing but rockers lined up, wooden rockers, all the way down the front. And um, that's their time where they get out and they relax and they get to see visitors like us. We come down and we do a lot of hugging and kissing and dancing. And um, one afternoon we did go down. For me, it was taxing. Some of the things that we did during the day, you see so much um, of the oppression of the people and you feel so much that to go down and just paint their fingernails and paint their toenails, that it was an extreme blessing for them. It was even more so for us to be able to kneel at their feet and just do those things with them and pray with them. We also did um, some necklaces. They love their jewelry, and they will display it in church and to anyone who has an opportunity to come down and see them. And... Um, we also, there was a gentleman that I got a chance to interact with and play Jenga. The man could wield a machete on a coconut with as much grace as, as taking the towers and building them. He was like an architect. Um, he amazed me. But the, the Grand Moon kind of took my heart as, I left a piece of my heart with each of the ministries there. Um, but the Grand Moon with the senior adults, they were just a loving, loving bunch of people. Um, if, you, if you've ever have it laid on your heart, they do not have any sponsors right now for any of their senior adults. So for $30 a month, you can sponsor one of them. Um, somehow the mission through the grace of God meets their needs, and they have people that do special projects for them for when they need it. But um, they do not have currently any sponsors. So pray about that and see where God calls you um, for Haiti. I don't, have to, I don't have to stand up. Good morning. Uh, I'm going to talk about uh, the church in Haiti. That's where most of my interaction was with, was with the local mission church. We, uh, wow, look at those pictures. They're pretty neat. Uh, actually, that's looking down from the church, I think. Yeah, that is. That's looking down from the church uh, onto the town below. Uh, so what did we have going on at the local church? Uh, VBS was there, and I got to watch some of that. 
but mostly what I was working with was with the uh, local pastor and the leaders of the church in the men's group. We did Bible studies on, uh, you know, how to be a Christian man, went over some scripture together, and just had a great time. And then at night, I would preach, uh, the second week I would preach. And we had uh, what's called conference there, which is actually a revival. So we had a good time doing that. But then our, our travel plans got changed a little bit at the end there. And we ended up in a banana grove in Haiti. Uh, <laughs> Aaron's like, what? <laughs> yeah, we ended up in a banana grove in Haiti at a church that had a tin roof and uh, uh, tarp sides. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't very big. But now we had been told that when we were going to arrive there that we were going to take a break, get about four hours of sleep, and then we would just be on our way. But we pulled up, and they were rocking the house. They had church service going on. They had their own conference going on that week, which we didn't know anything about. And uh, somehow, they found out that, that I was a pastor, and I got to say a few words that evening. But we also got to bless them because they took up an offering, and somebody dropped in a large bill that they didn't expect to. <laughs> but that was amazing because... It was, it was God's blessing, but it was also, it was very evident that the pastor there was very excited to have us. Um, to be honest with you, his, his biggest thing was that they were able to uh, purchase the land in this banana grove that would give food to the church. They had a uh, mango, mango tree, a breadfruit tree, banana trees. And he was excited that now they were going to be able to provide food for the people of the church. You see, the church in Haiti is starving in two ways. They're starving for the Word of God. And an example of that is Caitlin has given out 290 of the 400 Bibles we committed to give her. Already this year, she's given out 200. And that's not just standing on the corner handing them to people. That's people at the local mission, at the church, people that come to the mission, at, that asked for the word of God, she's been able to give out 290 Bibles. And we're not even near the end of the year. And we still got another 110 to send her. But now the, the second thing is, the church in Haiti is starving physically because the church leaders cannot provide for the church. The pastors cannot provide for the church. People can't purchase food. It's too expensive. It's a terrible situation, and it's only gotten worse. So I'd ask that you pray for Haiti, but also go on Northwest Haiti Christian Mission website and just scroll through it. Take a look at what's going on in Haiti, what the mission is doing, what Caitlin is doing, and the opportunities there. I'm coming on up here, I know. <laughs> no, I'm good. <laughs> um, when we went in to Haiti, um, you guys generous, generously gave um, 40 to 50 backpacks for the female orphans there. At the mission, they have about 92 orphans there that they care for each and every day. And then they also have about 35 special needs orphans on top of that. Um, we took the backpacks for the young ladies in the orphanage. We had a dance party which was awesome. There was a lot of the sprinkler going on at the dance party. Um, 
But it was like Christmas for these girls. We would call their name. They would get their picture taken with their backpack and get to open it up. And they were like, am I next? Am I next? Who's next? Um, So they were just so excited. So thank you guys for giving. And um, it was a blessing for us um, to be able to share your gifts with them. Um, Some folks wrote notes in their um, back, put notes in their backpacks at church on Sunday. Um, there was a gal kind of sitting kitty corner to me, and she opened up her Bible, and there was her note. It said, you are special. And she just, during church, she took it out and was looking at it. So thank you guys for helping us love on them as well. Um, there's a couple thank you notes out at the Welcome Center um, that they wrote thanking you guys for um, their new backpacks. They're excited about school, not necessarily like our kids, like, oh, my goodness, it's starting. They can't wait And um, their school supplies go up in price instead of going down in price right before school starts. So a regular $3 Walmart backpack may be $45 right before school starts for them. Um, So thank you for that. Um, Tom and Melody kind of mentioned this, but Northwest Haiti Christian Mission does have a neighbor's project. And what that is is, um, again, on their website, they have each area of ministry at their mission that you can help sponsor. Out of the 92 orphans, none of them are fully sponsored. Out of the Miriam Center, the special needs orphanage, only nine are fully sponsored. The Grand Moon, the elderly, none are fully sponsored or sponsored at all. Um, But if you have a passion or want to help in any way, Kids may not be your thing. Maybe old people are your thing. Or, or if you want to support a, <laughs> here's the sprinkler. Here's the sprinkler at the dance. <laughs> Good timing. Their facial expressions, that's mom and daughter. Their facial expressions were real similar. <laughs> but again, I know um, not being there, sometimes it's hard to just feel the passion. But if you sponsor, you have the opportunity to go visit your kids, to see your money at work, that they pour in making much of Jesus. And they are reaching that community and discipling that community and equipping that community. However hard it is to do evangelism, it's so much harder there than it is here. And um, Pastor St. Verdi at the church, it is so much harder for him to, pass, to lead a mission church because people tell him the white people will help us. The white people will help us. So go ask the white people for money. So it's, it's super hard. They are um, just so many more obstacles than we have here. So again, check that out. Um, it's just something to throw out at you um, as a way to make a difference. And here's Arthur. You know, the first time I went in 09, I was deeply moved at the country. And to see the impact since each, every other year that we go back is amazing. There was a picture there, and I'm sure you guys aren't going to remember, but I was standing with a young man. He was in a red shirt um, just very, very quickly. When I first went in 2009, he couldn't walk. His name is Den Den. Now, the last two trips back, every morning and every night that I'm on the main mission, Den Den finds me, and we take a walk down to the Grand Moon. We greet all the Grand Moon. I get to watch those guys that are in their 90s take machetes and split open coconuts in a single swing, and i got to put it on the ground and beat myself to death. And these guys are in their 90s, <laughs> and they have all their fingers. Somebody mentioned that uh, they're missing a few. But um, 
it's just amazing. We, this is the first time I've ever served the whole time at St. Louis. And uh, to me, God's grace was there because I did wiring, and I'm not an electrician. I built church benches. I'm far from a carpenter. That, that you know, God's grace was there. But the biggest thing that we got to do this time was bless the mission staff with a meal. So we prepared a meal for those who serve the people at the mission. And we got to serve them, uh, prepare the food. It was amazing to see their response and their compassion back to us for what we did for them. Um, God was with us on this trip because we had a lot of firsts. Uh, and I'm going to name three real quick ones. The first one was, it's the first time I've paid off a customs person, and I say that out loud, but we, we paid off a customs guy. <laughs> we, we paid off a customs guy, but we never had any of our bags touched. Literally, nothing was touched. We didn't go through customs. We, we rolled up. The guy said, what do you got in your bags? I said, school supplies and clothes. He looked at me, looked at the guy that we had tipped, and they let us go. Now, every time we've been through, they have gone through our stuff. I've personally had stuff taken out, um, so we had nothing there. We had one of the prettiest trips in we've ever had. We flew on an 11-passenger Bush Cessna Bush plane which you guys saw, and it was absolutely the most gorgeous flight because we have people that don't like to fly. We had no sickness bags used. Our trip out was an experience that if you want to have lunch with us one day, let us know. Um, But I can say that God's grace was there. We saw one of the beautiful light shows we've ever seen and the stars with shooting stars standing in the middle of nowhere, literally the middle of nowhere, on the side of a mountain in Haiti. And how God's provenient grace sent us a chicken truck that then sent us another truck that got us to where we needed to be to get home on time. So God's grace was all over this trip. If you would like to know more, we would love to have lunch with any of you guys. It's a beautiful mission. They're beautiful people. They give you a sense of joy that we don't understand because they truly have nothing, and they are happy. They are happy. When we walked up the hills into the mountain to give out grocery ministry, they were so ecstatic, and they would say, I prayed this morning, and God sent you. And and that was just amazing. So let me pray real quick to close this out. Father God, we just thank you for this time. We thank you for the opportunity that this church has to be making an impact in that community. And it's all very, very small, but God, we saw your grace, we saw your love, we saw your compassion each and every day in the faces, in the smiles, in the bonjours and, and bonsoirs that we shared throughout the countryside. And, Lord, we just thank you for the opportunity to be there. We thank you for this church, Chester Christian, that has a heart for missions that we are making an impact in this community as well as communities throughout the world. It's in your name we pray. Amen. It's always so encouraging to hear about the work that's being done around the world uh, for the sake of, uh, of, of the gospel and uh, for people that are even within our own congregation. And that's what today is about, to, to be able to share that. And, you know, it's, it's only because of Jesus Christ that we do this. Uh, it, it's only because of that hope that we have uh, through his son. And uh, as, as um, John started out with and talking about this, this this uh, command that, that we need to be his witnesses um, in, in all the world, um, witnesses to, to that hope that we have. 
uh, Hebrews uh, 6.19 says that we have this hope as an anchor for the soul, firm and secure. It enters into, uh, it enters the inner sanctuary behind the curtain. And that's kind of a reference to uh, Jesus being the high priest. And, and the only reason that Jesus could be that high priest was because of his sacrifice um, that he did on, for us on the cross. And so 